Hello and welcome to a special Wednesday edition of Disability Honestly. I'm your host, Mason Taylor. A quick note on language in Disability Honestly. This show is about personal experience. It's important to allow people to define their experience in their own way. This means they may use language that you are uncomfortable with to describe their experiences. Please respect the language that is used and listen with an open mind. Today's episode is about being an ally to the trans community and Transgender Day of Remembrance. I'm recording this on Wednesday, November 20th, and hoping to release it the same day, so please bear with me if this is poorly edited or not my best work. I feel like this is important to come out today, so I've prioritized that. First, what's Transgender Day of Remembrance? Pretty simple, and honestly, most of y'all probably know this because you're here and you're, you know, with it. But Trans Day of Remembrance is for remembering the trans people who were, um, who died as a result of violence and just acknowledging the violence that the trans community faces on like a daily basis. Alright, I'm about to hit you with some sad facts, so if you don't want to know sad things about the trans community, skip forward like 15 seconds, 30 seconds to be safe, and here we go. So according to an article I read on CNN that I'm going to link in the um, show notes, this year there have been 22 trans people murdered, and... It's important to note that that number is not even truly accurate because that is just the number of trans people who were out and whose um, social circles, I guess I would say, because it's not always families, but social circles uh, respected their wishes in their death and did not like misgender them or ignore their trans identity. So the important part of that is recognizing that the number is going to be much much higher because they're the people who are dead named in their death and so you don't know that they were trans. There's also the people whose um, deaths don't get reported. And I don't know. I just want y'all to know that trans violence is very real. And the numbers that we have on it aren't even a true representation of how significant of an occurrence it is. Largely um, to black trans women. um, Just statistically, that's the demographic that gets faced with the most violence based on gender identity, I guess. So, I don't know, I think that that's important to know as well but that's all I have to say on like statistics about this and like really that's all on Trans Trans Day of Remembrance Um, the rest of this episode is going to be more about allyship and like what good allyship looks like versus like bad allyship or self-serving allyship We'll be back with more Disability Honestly after a quick word from our sponsors.
This week's episode of Disability Honestly is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's free and so simple to use because of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can even add music or sound effects simply. Anchor even distributes your podcast for you, so you can hear it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more listening apps. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the show. Okay, so, how do you be a good ally to the trans community? I got a lot of things to say, so bear with me. Very passionate about this subject. Alright, first thing. Use the right name and pronouns, once we've told you, in spaces in which it is safe to do that. Which means, if you're in a conversation with someone and they're talking about us using our dead name and pronouns, I guess? Dead pronouns? Sure, whatever. Um, Consider that we aren't out to that person, most likely, and follow that, but in situations where you know that we're out to someone, make sure to use our correct name and pronouns and advocate for us, like, in that way. The safety component of that, though, is very important. Recognize that coming out's a complicated process. Once someone comes out to you, I personally would not be offended if someone asked, like, how wide the information was spread. Because, like, not everyone in my life knows, and so I wouldn't want to be outed, just like any other queer identity, by someone else and not have control over that moment. So just be cautious, but respectful of our identity. And it's much more respectful to err on the side of caution in the beginning and use our dead names and conversations with others who are using that as well as opposed to outing us so just be supportive but cautiously i guess if someone has just come out to you as a trans that's like a big moment which y'all know you're cool you're with it you're listening to this podcast um but please skip the obnoxious questions that you already know not to ask but in case you don't questions like when did you know, like, why didn't you tell me sooner type questions? Not cool. Also, questions on, like, why'd you pick your name? Like, where'd your name come from? Also not cool. Because maybe there's a story, maybe there's not a story, and, like, trans people don't have to, like, prove a reason to use their new name, just do it. Um, and even though that might not be your intention with those questions, a lot of the times that's how it comes across, is, like, having to prove yourself as, like, trans enough to be respected, which is not a cool thing, and so, yeah, don't do that. All right, third thing, I think. So, you're going to misgender us, especially in the beginning when you're, like, switching pronouns and you're just kind of adjusting your brain to it. It happens... We know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Do not make it like a scene when it happens. Don't be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. That was so terrible. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Blah, 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 blah. 
because what that does is it flips the emotional responsibility from the person who has made the mistake and should apologize onto the trans person to say like oh no it's fine and like it's not fine obviously but just a quick like oh sorry and then continue so much better like you don't need to make something like that about yourself which is what you do if you make like a big thing about misgendering someone we noticed i guarantee it we we caught it but we're just trying to like move past it so just oh shoot sorry and then continue your story or whatever the heck is happening conversation wise just don't make it a big deal please please stop stop doing that please also this is like common sense i would think but who knows stand up for us like when we're not there which means like you have to if you're gonna call yourself an ally you have to be an ally even when trans people aren't there to like see you doing that and that's like the biggest thing i think that i use as like a um measure of if someone is like a true ally or like is doing it on some level to like seem like a better person than they are i guess that sounds terrible but whoops um because if you're only supportive of a a community like when they're there that's not really all that supportive so make sure that your values are shown all the time and yeah, there's gonna be times where that makes you the unpopular person. But like, we live with that uncomfortable feeling about us as human beings. So I'm pretty sure that you can take an uncomfortable stance in a conversation every once in a while to support human rights. I think y'all can handle that. And most of y'all do this based on the listeners that I know that I have. Y'all are great. But just important to like make sure that you are doing more than just thinking that you're being supportive you have to show that and sometimes that means uncomfortable things or like making people yeah making people uncomfortable you know all that jazz one thing that i've noticed recently is people who are allies and like truly are allies sharing like anti-trans news articles about some stupid things that like that orange that's in the White House said or whatever but like with a whole you know paragraph of like this is stupid and like I support trans people blah 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 and like nice kind things but y'all can do that without a link to an article that like reminds us that people uh, don't like us we know that and i guarantee you we saw that thing that the orange said we did for sure so we don't need like that to be in our news feed timeline what are they called these days i don't know on our social media things um a million times for people to talk about how wrong it is to have that opinion like you can just post like I support trans people and blah 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 without also posting anti-trans media in any way.
like by linking it in your account. Next thing. It's important to make sure that your money is going in directions that like reflect your values. Um, so that means if certain food chains that have chicken sandwiches are anti-queer and you are an ally to the queer community or part of the queer community, not giving your money to that chicken sandwich. Or like when a certain um, underwear store was like, yo, we don't support fat people or trans people or any of the people, stop going there. Make sure that you are reflecting your values in this capitalist hellscape that we're living in. Um, something that I kind of recently, I guess, would say I discovered that exists that is real helpful for trans people is um, clothing swaps, which are like you bring in your non-gender affirming clothing and can like get stuff that affirms your gender more for free or cheap depending on like the situation and I guess my tip is like try to find a trans friendly organization like that um universities have them I'm sure if you're in the area also just straight up google it because there is one I'm sure no matter where you are you'll find one where you can donate your clothes so that trans people who are starting from zero in terms of like wardrobe that makes them feel comfortable have access to like good clothing because it's expensive to like start a whole wardrobe over and if people knew that that kind of uh, avenue existed I'm sure they would get more donations but yeah look for um, clothing swaps and just donate your clothes if it's at all possible because also places like Goodwill I know a lot of people get their clothing from because it is cheap and like relatively current stuff that's in there so when you're looking for an entirely gender affirming wardrobe it can help to have cheap options that don't look cheap and allyship can look like a lot of things if it's possible for you, donating to a trans organization is really good, obviously. Um, there's a lot of options, both national and local. Um, there's a transgender suicide hotline that I'm sure takes donations that I will link in the show notes. There is also the, um, in terms of national like trans organization, there is... Um, lots of options like the National Center for Transgender Equality the Transgender Law Center uh, the ACLU Trevor Project uh, Transgender Legal Defense and Education Fund um, stuff like that that is national but then there's also going to be local things for your city or your state that you can give to and those organizations like make a huge difference so if you can donate like do it but also i understand that like we're broke as a like generation so like there's non-financial ways to like be supportive as well which i think you should know by this point because i've listed a lot of them
something else you can do, which is a lot more situational, but the holidays are coming, and for a lot of queer and trans people, that's not the best time because they gotta see family, or they're not welcome to see their families, and that's a lot of stress or sadness depending on the situation, but if you are in a situation where your family would be supportive, only if you are a hundred percent sure that your family will be supportive, invite your friend to the holiday because honestly, it's even if they don't come, it's nice to know that there's whole groups of people that are super supportive of you as yourself and that people like think about you and want to like help. So just make sure that your friends know that it's like a safe space with you and that you're willing to like do things for them like that like make space for them at holidays so that they're not put in situations where they're uncomfortable or forced to like use their dead name or ignore their trans identity that's obviously a lot more like dependent on the situation and like a lot of details but just with the holidays coming up thought I'd throw that in here as well the last thing I am gonna say is to check in on your friends the orange in the white house has made it very clear how he feels about trans people and if you're seeing it we're seeing it and like even though everyone knows that this man is just so out there and like not the majority opinion by any means it's still like good to have people be like hey reminder that orange is like nuts and so we don't think that and you're you're good are you doing okay it's helpful it's just like reminders that like people care and like respect you as who you are as a human are great so check in on your friends and make sure they're doing okay. Just ask them what they want from you support-wise because this is all just, like, me coming up with stuff and I'm one person with, like, one set of expectations. So ask your friends what they need and then do it if you can. Alright, um, so that is some suggestions on how to be a better ally to the trans community. If you want to get in touch with the show, email me at disabledhonestlypod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at disabledhonestlypod and Twitter at disabledhonesty. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and we'll be back with all new content next Friday.